Hi, everybody. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners about their experiences. The ups, the downs, the funny, and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, we hear a true story of five family members who live in a house, chose to build a pool during a pandemic, and have their lives taped. Find out what happens when pool stores and new customers stop being polite and start getting real. The Unfiltered World. No, I find myself interrupting more than I should. And, Me too. Uh, especially with those... I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Legend. Today... We're talking about scooping up a used pool, mucking through backyard clay, and getting dizzy trying to find a contractor. Is this Bob the Builder? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. Y'all don't bungee cord y'all's trash cans? First of all, we don't y'all's nothing. (laughs) That is a rough start. Just got more awkward. (laughs) It's Andy. The Andinator! Hey, guys. Well, Andy, this is Jana. Jana's the only one you don't know. Hi. Hello. Jana is, for the first time ever, not in her closet, and she is in Texas. And every once in a while, Johnny and I let her talk. Few and far between. (laughs) Jana, I don't think you've even been filled in on what we're going to be talking about today, but... uh... I read the email. Oh. Well, look at you. What are we talking about today? Somebody didn't read the email. (laughs) First time low information pool owners... Who don't have a direct line to the legend. Yeah. (laughs) You know that customer base that we talk about that goes into a pool store, gives them a one-star review online, and then just keeps hounding the pool guy? This is that guy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've got some horror stories from pool stores, too. I I let my rage calm for several days before I even, uh, like, consider a Google review, because I, I feel those are too permanent. Plus, I, I, I feel that's only going to come back and at some point, at some some job or something, someone will search out, I'm just an angry reviewer online, and I will be pigeonholed. So I try to bite my tongue, even though, yeah, ooh, I've had some bad, bad experiences in the past year with pool stores. Or you have to go back to that pool store and they got your uh, name on the list behind the counter. Yeah, uh, my name is Andy Phileas. I am a <laughs> formerly enthusiastic uh, first-time pool owner. I got suckered into a lot of the COVID temptations <laughs> for home improvement, <laughs> including a pool. <laughs> and it's been uh, it's been an adventure. L- luckily, I've had a lot of help. Uh, but without that help, I don't think the pool may even be standing at this point. And, uh, <laughs> it's been a very interesting first year. Uh, considering the pandemic. I have a day job. I'm not in the pool industry. Um, I simply have kids and uh, nowhere to go during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) We stare at our backyard and now we get to stare at a a pool. And for the uh, really devout legend fans, uh, you'll remember Andy from episode five, where we met the Andinator. That was episode five? Yeah, you can tell by the poor quality and lack of entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, we, we this is an episodic uh, journey we're on here. So this is this is not over. This is just the continuation. Stick with us. This is like Star Wars. Every 2 years we touch base again and find <laughs> out where these characters are going. <laughs> and every episode gets worse and worse and worse. Hey guys. Legend here. 
Marne, Michigan. Got a note from an old college buddy, Andy, the Andinator. He's sick of running around the sprinklers all summer. Decided he wants to get a pool. Let's see what we got. But it was foreshadowing because last time we were there, we had a whole episode. We had a whole video, a pool video yeah. about just a chunk of dirt because <laughs> there was nothing there. And we just talked about a pool could go in that space. But you yeah. literally designed the house in that space so a pool could go there. Talk about that. Yes. Um, we were fortunate, again, in, in pre-record-setting pool industry times, we had friends give us a very good quality above-ground pool that they simply no longer were using. And so myself being a, a procrastinator, we sat on that for several years, and, and we had a free pool. We knew the cost efficiencies or um, the high cost of doing an in-ground pool, but basically at that point even had you out to talk about options. I was still on, I still had an in-ground pool on the table. I was well-educated with the help of yourselves as well, but I made a lot of calls and looked at basically every pool option that's out there. We looked at every option, costed everything out, went back to the above-ground pool in the end. Part of that was because of what COVID did in terms of, you were talking to me about timetables for putting an in-ground pool in. And I think you started that yeah. conversation like in March of 2020, you're like, I'm going to put a pool in my backyard. And I remember thinking like, uh, no, you're not. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Unless you do it yourself. And I know you, Andy, yeah. you're not handy. You're not going to be <laughs> no. putting up steel walls. Who did you end up finding to put your pool up how did you get to that right the the name of the game is being nimble especially in really uneven times so a lot again along with everyone probably thought we were unique about this time last year march we're like you know this this would be this is finally the right summer for a pool and then yeah it was like well yeah you should have called us 14 months ago if you wanted a pool this month so then we had an above ground pool kit so it kind of forced our hand because we knew the only way we're getting a pool and we're stuck home all summer is to use the pool that we have and we're looking at the parts of in our backyard, a deconstructed above ground pool. Then I ran into the same brick walls trying to contact or find any pool installer. Either you're not get, having your uh, call returned because they simp I mean, their voicemails were full. I literally was calling pool installers where you get the, the voicemails full warning. You know that person is just off the grid. Like who even knows? And I, I did get through to one who actually returned the call and gave me the same spiel that you just said, just for a, an above ground pool installation. He, this was in like probably about this week in March of last year in 2020. He said, uh, I can be there last week of September, maybe first week of October. Just to install an above-ground pool that we already own. Like, we're not, like, dealing with a factory and manufacturing and shipping and all that. Like, just show up, set up some walls, get a milk truck here, and let's fill let's fill it up. And cannot do it until, until October. So I was rather depressed at that point. We were clawing at the walls. But we, we basically waited March, April, May. Not going to happen. Basically like, okay, we'll punt. We'll do it in 2021. Uh, the same installer called me on... I'll remember the night of June 10 <laughs> and said, he said, I had one cancel for tomorrow morning, my 6.30 to 9.30 slot. <laughs> and I'm like, none of this makes sense. Like, I, you know, and consult no one and just trust me, just do it. Is the chlorine shortage giving you heartburn? If so, reach for borates. Borates, like those in Protein Supreme. They help keep water balanced so your sanitizer works better. 
They work with all sanitizers and they're the perfect complement to salt chlorine pools. Ask your supplier about Proteam Supreme or Proteam Supreme Plus. Visit ProteamPoolCare.com to learn more. To me, putting an above ground pool is like four days, you know, like I figured <laughs> like, this is some type of engineering mastermind needs to be at work here. So I literally am put on the spot. By coincidence, my wife was with our, our youngest daughter at a planned inpatient hospitalization, but my wife isn't home. I'm here with two elementary age girls, literally, you know, like in the matrix, it's the matrix moment, which every husband dreads. Like you get the call that essentially says, walk out on your roof right now and jump off. I had to make the call in that moment. He said, I have other people to call. I'll either be there at 6.30 a.m. to install your above ground pool or it's October. <laughs> so, so I just made the call. That was the second part of my impressed education on, on the pool industry is when you work with someone who knows what they're doing, which this guy did, he had an above ground pool put up and filled within three hours. So that was impressive. And this was an above ground pool with a deep end too. So Yeah, that was one of the other challenges I remember because March you're talking about, hey, I'm going to put up this pool. Mm -hmm. Okay, it can't happen till September, but in the meantime, I can't find this very specific oval doughboy deep end mm -hmm. liner. Hey, can you just make a couple calls so I can bring it yeah. in? <laughs> yeah. I remember, remember Johnny and I were like, we've called every person in the world <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to get it. You're not going to get yeah. it. Yeah. No, and yeah, I was shameless. I was I pulled every favor I had with you guys like come like I saw an episode from the Doughboy Pool Liner <laughs> manufacturing facility. Like just set one out behind the dumpster and just tell me what state <laughs> and address and I'll I'll take care of business but but no they were not available so that was the other thing so i had put one on order but that was the other thing i told the guy i'm like yes come set it up we'll get it all level but i don't have a liner it's on order really none of them were showing up anywhere at that point <laughs> but again working with a professional who knows how many he had but he's like i got one or two in the back so he hooked me up as long as he had the install job he wasn't going to be selling liners to pools he wasn't putting up so i completely lucked out but again i was clueless i just took his word for it he had one very specific liner and it's, it's a very specific liner you're right so this guy came through He obviously put up a lot of doughboys. That's why he had those type of liners. Because that's the other thing. He couldn't put up that pool without the liner. Right. That's just how naive I was. Because when I was talking to him, I, would, I just acted, well, just set it up and then we'll, yeah, I'll have you back out for the liner. But yeah, I didn't know all that. But yeah, clearly that's not possible. <laughs> it's different than an in-ground, right? The water holds up yes, the pool. Right. So you need the liner. Yes. Another thing that made sense after I then realized I was looking at the deconstructed pool in roughly a four by six roll of <laughs> aluminum, which I could easily bend in half. Yeah. So, or steel. <laughs> Well, that was the thing. We had just got back from the Doughboy plant, so we got to see how those liners are made. And they are night and day different than regular liners because they have that deep end stretchability and flexibility. So you were lucky because I know a lot of people that took whatever they could get last year, shady builders, 
off-market products. So the day you get your pool filled, or remember this, because you were done at like, you called me at like 9.30 and you're like, uh, yeah. I got a body of water in my backyard, yes. but none of it was, there was no chemicals. The, I don't think you had your, you couldn't hook up your pump. Nothing, because literally I got a call the night before. So I had purchased nothing. I'm your typical first time pool owner. I'm single dadding it at home with two girls who are really eager to swim now that they're staring at a pool. I don't own a thing. I don't know anything. Frankly, I was shocked. I was shocked that the water truck actually showed up, that it actually filled the pool. Like, I thought I'd have a good two-day buffer. Like, hey, like, okay, we got enough water. Again, I didn't know. But I'm like, well, we'll just put the hose in. You know, it'll be a few days. But the milk truck shows up full of water, fills it up, and now I'm just looking at a body of water. It's June, it's hot, and it's sunny. And then that's when the panic sets in. What made it even stranger was because of, you know, your family situation and because of COVID, they were probably some of the first people that came to your house and you interacted with. Yes. Uh, again, we had a planned inpatient surgery for my daughter. So we were, if anyone was on lockdown, we were on lockdown. Yeah. That was the first human interaction I'd had. They came through. It was like a dream in three hours from nothing <laughs> to a f completed pool. Above ground pool with no deck around it. So we have a like a raised patio. So I mean literally at that point I don't I don't know the rules. I'm like, I think I can literally <laughs> toss my girls into it. I think they can clear the two foot gap. I don't know when algae sets in and it's just sun beating down and a untreated body of water. Stagnant. <laughs> A big I mean, almost a tornado ripped through there the day yeah. before. So when I showed yeah. up your power was intermittent. We ran an extension cord like 100 feet out of your garage in the mud and clay to your pump. And then we get all of these things set up and we get the water level of, you know, over the weir and all of these things. We're ready to run the yeah. filter and we go to plug it in and you got the wrong plug. Enjoy the show. Stay on the know on all legendary pools and spas tutorials, interviews, and articles by following Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Have an idea for an episode or want to learn more about a topic? Shoot us a message. Click like and follow Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. And I think that's another designation I'd make about pool decisions. You know, you get the sticker shock from an in-ground pool. You're paying for everything up front. But, you know, that is the white glove treatment. You're going to be walked along every component. You know, it's like picking out your kitchen. You're going to select everything, every appliance, every, you know, here's where we buried these lines. Here's how we did this. When an above-ground pool goes up in three hours, there is no time. There's no explanation on a gifted pool that I never even was in a pool store to get educated on what I was purchasing. I went into the back of my tool shed and found what I believe to be a filter. I don't even know what a pool filter is at this, but no, it's like a giant, yeah, like ice cream maker. I'm like, okay, this is a pool filter. But that crew leaves, like, and they left while the pool was being filled. They're just like, hey, we're off to the 10 a.m. From 10 to 1, and then 1 to 4, and then 4 to 7, and then if we have time, we go 7 to 10. Literally, yes, to your point, John, power outage, first time generator. We just ran an extension cord out there. I don't know a unique three prong setup. It's probably an NEC twist lock plug that you yeah. need to get. <laughs> well, now I know that, but yeah. At the time it looked like an Eastern block connection and uh, me calling a pool store explaining what I'm looking at <laughs> to, a, to a 
seasoned pool professional and they still didn't understand what I was explaining. It just shows how naive I was. Yeah. And I didn't even know what kind of filter I had. I didn't over the phone before I got there. I'm exp- I think I was explaining yeah. to you how a sand filter worked and I'm do- going over all of this and I finally show up and I'm like, well, this is a DE filter. So forget everything we just learned. And these are grids and you're at a stage where you're, you guys are washing your groceries and letting yes. them sit in your garage yes. for two days. But now you got to right. run around to the, all these pool stores and hardware stores. Your comfort yeah. bubble is right here and you're miles from that. Yeah. Now. And my, my wife is impatient with our daughter. And that's, again, I only bring that up a fourth time to say like, remember what that was like. Only one parent was allowed in the hospital. So I'm like, yeah, I was very walking on pins and needles because I'm thinking they're not going to let me in the hospital. Like I got to somehow I have to keep my kids, you know, sequestered to the, the car, which is is more typical. But yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult doing everything remote. Walk us through that first trip to the pool store where you have to buy one of everything. Who did, who did you talk to and what did they tell you? I talked to the son like second generation pool store guy. So, I mean, very knowledgeable in our local kind of mom and pop pool store. I only went based on the brand of above ground pool I had. That was my only clue, you know, as to what I should do. I just, I just had to be honest. And like they, first off, they were shocked because I I said, I just got a Doughboy above ground pool set up. And they're like, and we've never seen you before. I'm like, no, it was actually given to us. Okay, you are presenting an impossible scenario that we've never <laughs> seen you before, and you're claiming you have a, a one day old pool at home, you know, like it just so it, that was kind of fun. And I wrote down like what I need to do. You know, they wanted to do it, of course, the right way. Still, you, <laughs> the three of you could probably tell me my chemical regimen more than I can tell you. All I know is it's written on a piece of paper in my uh, chemical shed. Above ground pools are, I, I think of them as more of a Midwestern thing. Jana, do you do you run into a lot of above grounds in your neck of the woods in Texas? No, we're mostly gonna. Most of the HOAs don't even allow above ground pools here. But I know last year, everybody was like, screw the HOAs. If we get an above ground, we'll pay the fine. <laughs> that was the other step I took. I quickly added many social media pool owner groups, anything I could do because I couldn't be bothering all of you. Oh, that's the worst mistake you made right there, buddy. <laughs> Listen to those fools talk. They get scary. But what I would say is the majority, I would say the majority are in Texas. And then last year, that was another popular thing. I was quickly clued in as well to the fever pitch for any type, anything that could be a pool. So people were hunting, stalking the farm supply stores for like those big cow feed basins. Mm-hmm. Jana, what do you call them? We, we call them water troughs, but yeah, you can find them last year. Water Our poor cows. Yeah. Redneck cot tubs. We just talked about that in the last episode. Another phenomenon during COVID times that could be a whole episode. It's like brickfinder.com. People use it for a lot of different products, but people were searching out uh, Intex pools were getting delivered and when, and it was like a multi-state chase across state lines to get inflatable pools. Yeah, you almost drove two states away to get a liner, so I could see that for sure. Well, I would have. Yeah, if you would have said drive to Doughboy headquarters, I'm I'm gone. Yeah, It's I'm a there. nice facility, by the way. In Arkansas, that time of year is beautiful. <laughs> so you started your pool in June, and how was your water 
How was your water through the season? How did it go? Um, it was crystal clear. But I only credit that mainly to being home and working from home. And I could I could vacuum. I could treat it. Um, it would be whatever you all at Havland would recommend because I followed your, your guidance. There's definitely a lot of pros and cons and different ways to do it. But you did get through the whole season. And then we kind of walked you through shutting down your pool, closing your pool, because we're in Michigan. So you closed your pool. You probably ran it until yeah. almost October, maybe. I don't know when you shut it down. Yeah, that, and that's a that would be a word to the wise for any pool inexperienced pool owners. Um, don't wait too long. I was pushing Halloween. You don't want to close a pool when it's forty degrees out. I'll just say that right now. That was tough, you know. But I again watched, and then um, that was another kind of interesting aside. I called the. You know what my wife said. Well, have someone who knows what the heck they're doing, please close our pool. And I'm like, nah, I got this. <laughs> but I so I, I called the pool store too. I'm like, well, you know, what do I need? And and they had already like they must have been so burned out from the amazing 2020 business of the staycation that I mean they were actively promoting. Their, they just said straight up, you can close your own pool. You got this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but don't. Isn't this a service you offer? Like, don't you have crews that are like they. We do, but you can do this. Like, we're just recommending you, everyone just close their own pool this year. Again, yeah, you're calling me in October to close a pool? Like, no. (laughs) So, yeah, closing that pool, ordering the right tarp to go over it. You know, you just kind of saran wrap around it. And, you know, there's varying degrees to which people anchor those tarps. You really know the terminology, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) So I got it to what I assumed was an appropriate level where... I had a decent tarp that came probably about three foot down the sides, had grommets. I, you know, I put some nice little tent stakes in the ground. I had it pretty pulled, and then I saran wrapped around that. Did you try uh, pulling this cover taut across the top of the pool? I followed <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is no. I mean, it was tight and re- and then wrapped around the rim of the pool. But it was not enough- good, buddy. Tight's never no, good. No. Ask the legend shirt. <laughs> it's like the week after Halloween, and everything had been good, and it looked pretty good. I mean, it looked nice. I have to say, like it was very symmetrical. It was resting nicely, and then that Sunday morning hit. And then we turn on the news and it's like 80 mile an hour straight line wind (laughs) coming straight through. Wow, man, what is that noise outside? And man, that wind is sure whipping. And I mean, it basically identified my home as like the the center of the hurricane. And I looked out, (laughs) it was early Sunday morning. And it wasn't just a wind noise. It was like applauding and like applaud going out outside. <laughs> like high-pitched, like clapping. Well, I looked out there and I mean, it was like, it was like in kindergarten class when you take, um, when all the kids grab the parachute and go all up in the air and then pour it down around themselves. <laughs> My tent stakes were like out like octopus tentacles. Only like two thin layers of saran wrap around tight, tight 
around that edge. <laughs> we're grabbing this cover that was inflated like a hot air balloon. That wind was just whipping that. And I mean, it was just going to fly away. Like, how is the entire rim lip of the pool not already ripped off? I just ran. It's a clay mud pit in 80 mile an hour straight winds. We're into November now. Like, it's there's no turning back. I can only imagine what Navy SEAL training is like, but it can't be much worse. <laughs> I, you are pulling with all of your strength to get, like, one corner of this thing down, and then, and I'm just, I'm pulling um, some cinder blocks I had, like, in my landscape. Oh, good lord. It knows, like, on top of the on top of the twine and then I'll go over to the opposite corner and yank it down and basically you're just riding the waves because you know straight line winds aren't continuous 80 miles an hour there's like you get like 15 second dead zones and in that 15 seconds you gotta move I mean it's a disgrace right now <laughs> I took that twine I just like X'd it over the top tied it to cinder blocks just like in sunken into the mud and just like this is it i'm just leaving it like this so basically i made it so my tarp can't physically be removed you do realize that roofs are ripped off of houses right in uh in high winds not andy andy's is held on by cinder blocks so it's not going anywhere (laughs) and then i ordered like seven more rolls of saran wrap and then i just saran wrap the the whole puppy just got saran so Johnny, walk Andy through, t- walk him through what starting a pool is like. Yes. So again, it's not as difficult as some people make it out to be. It sounds like your cover is still pretty tight across the top, but typically it'll rest on the water, you know, a couple, a foot or two below the top rail. No, it is currently resting on the water. Yeah. With a sheet of ice. Okay. So, so here's a, here's an easy way to do this. Hook up the pump and filter first. Put your garden hose underneath the cover and start to fill it. Why? Because it'll bring that cover closer to the top of the top rail. The other thing you got to remember is water weighs uh, 8.33 pounds a gallon. And if you have several hundred gallons of water on top of that cover, Mm -hmm. you're going to try and drag that cover to the end of the pool and lift up 3,000 pounds and pull it over the top of the top rail. It ain't going to happen. The easiest way, they make cover pumps that you can use to pump a lot of that water off the top, right? But again, get it up to water level before you do that. The other thing to remember is that cover, it's permeable. Mm -hmm. So remember, if you put a pump on top of that cover, you can also pump the water out from underneath the cover. Once you've gotten the majority of the water out, then you can go ahead and pull that cover. Now, in the meantime... I'm assuming that your cover is going to be thrown away or used to cover a tractor or something. But if it wasn't, at that point, you could go ahead and clean the cover. Again, now your pool's full. Your equipment's already hooked up. You can fire up your pump. How do you start a pool? Kind of the same way you close it. You make sure that you spike that chlorine count to get rid of all the the yuck butts and everything else that are in there or whatever you dumped into the pool trying to pull the cover off, right? Let that run uh, overnight. Give it a double dose of algicide in the morning. You want to circulate it for about 48 hours before you get a water test. Your pool's open. I survived my first season at least every other day 
pool maintenance and then that once a week shock and yeah i, I kept that chlorine level rocking chlorine is going to be tight this year and we've talked to you about that already andy because it was in high demand and now there's less of it and actually your company the company you work for actually had a small part in Havlin keeping up with that chlorine demand last year johnny and i and jana for a week we all came in and packed <laughs> we packed chlorine in the facility last year all hands on deck and when you're working in the factory and you're wearing a mask you're wearing the glasses what's happening you can't see a thing because your glasses fog up but i happen to know a guy who happens to work for this amazing company called hex armor who hooked us up with these glasses and what what is it that you guys do that makes them a little special we have a proprietary one-of-a-kind um fog resistant technology has been engineered in germany Um, we control the manufacturing process and it's just completely different from any other fog resistant technology we have glasses that will not fog up and the fog code it's not even a coating it's like intrinsically one with the lens so your safety eyewear will not fog up so that's been one way we've been able to keep food on the table during pandemic is we have good eyewear for use with face masks they were really really good and, and we had some fancy ones it was like adjustable with the thing now andy you got to figure this one it I think it's Bereza's uh, sweating problem that's the big issue. But he had some fancy goggles. When he would take mm-hmm. those off after sure. a day, he would pour them out of the eye sweat that he would get. It was the most... <laughs> between that and his rubber gloves and the sweat, it, it was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. Yeah. We also do gloves, and we struggle with <laughs> ventilating chemical gloves. There's no such thing as an air-conditioned chemical glove yet, although we make good chemical gloves. You also kind of came to the rescue in terms of safety equipment for first responders and stuff. You guys got into face shields big time, didn't you? Yeah, we pivoted this, again, this March window last year. Remember when Europe, China was ahead of us and had purchased up? Remember for a while, you couldn't buy a face mask if you wanted to. We pivoted and set up a, basically a pop-up manufacturing facility. We were able to be nimble when everyone was a little panicked and we put fog treatment on that as well so well andy it was a pleasure talking to you good luck with your pool season this year i hope your landscaping gets fixed one of these years and uh we'll talk to you later thanks guys thanks brother yeah go sparty Unfiltered Legends is recorded using Squadcast and Zencaster. Our show is hosted by Podbean, edited on Adobe Premiere Pro with licensed music from Soundstripe. How do you like the show? We want to hear from you. Contact us at legend at havilandusa.com or leave us a message, 616-365-9515. Unfiltered Legends is brought to you by Haviland Pool and Spa, creative pool chemistry since 1968. Yeah, they didn't even they didn't even say come here and buy the chemicals. They're just like, here's what you need, you got it. And just <laughs> didn't say we'll see you soon, we can help you. Nothing. Imagine imagine calling your doctor and it's like, all right, just feel for the appendix, stick a fork in there, and you're good. But they were just done because I waited to close my pool. It now it's like, you know, it's into September and they're just like, I need a vacation, man. Just like you're gonna do this.